Hey there, welcome to Elite Bridal Boss Podcast, where we blend bridal beauty and business so you can thrive as a bridal boss. I'm your host, Jenny Tori, and excited to have you here. We discuss all things that matter to you the most, growing your bridal beauty business, living a life with impact, and being a boss in every way possible. If you could do me a favor, hit the notification bell and rate this podcast for more. And I know you want more. All right, so let's get started. So today I wanted to do a Q&A questions for a lot of you guys are new. So you guys have left some questions and I want to be able to answer them on this call. So it's going to be a little different. It's not going to be one topic. It's going to be pretty much answering a lot of you guys questions in bite-sized pieces. And hopefully it will give you some clarity on where you're at in your business. So let me get started on the first question. So my biggest dream in general is to have a studio and be able to make a safe place for all my clients where they are empowered, embellished, and feel calm, relaxed, and pampered. I would love to learn from this group tips, products, and what to do, what not to do. Thank you so much for accepting me in the group. I'm really grateful. All right. So what to do and what not to do in your bridal beauty business. Okay. So my biggest tips on what to do and what not to do is never argue with the client. So if a client is telling you, she's telling you the look that she wants, but you know that it doesn't look good. My biggest tip is to just listen. Like, oh, okay. You know? It's not really sought a reason to really go like tell her that you're the professional and that you know what's gonna look good and that look may not look good. So the best way is to just communicate. Communicate it in a way that she doesn't feel like she's not being heard. Actually, one of my students was having this a little bit of an issue with one of her clients and she knows that the look wasn't gonna be great on the clients, but she kind of went back and forth. And so my biggest tip for her and for you guys is to not tell the client otherwise. There's a better way to be able to persuade your brides. There's another way to persuade your client to do a different look. So if the client's really adamant about this particular look, I was just, oh, okay. And I just like, look at her, what's your outfit? I have her go pull out the outfit and then they said, so do you want this look with your dress? And they're like, typically they'll say, oh, maybe, what do you think? So typically my clients, they don't argue with me. They really want my opinion because my thought process with the entire look is really cohesive. It's very important that my brides and my clients look cohesive, but I don't push my opinion on them, but there's an art, it's an art to communicate, you know, to be able to communicate to them. So the best way to do it, so if you have a personality that's really strong, like I have a strong personality, but it's not that strong when it comes to client because I understand how to communicate. So that way they get the look that they want. And plus I have a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience. So I know what looks good. But the point is, is like, it's very important to not go at it as if you're a professional, like as if you say, I'm the professional. And the moment you do that, then the wall will go up and then you won't be able to go in. That makes sense. So just say, oh, okay. Is that you want to look do you want to go ahead and do that look and then you say okay so you want that yellow I say yeah okay and just do it but then you understand what not to do so you will do what that will look good and then you'll do a hint of whatever they're asking for at the moment they look at it it makes sense that they'll like the look you know so the point is is just be mindful of like communicating in a way that doesn't make them feel offensive if that makes sense so so don't do that when it comes to like communicating over the makeup look same goes with the hair. If the client doesn't have a lot of hair and you see bald spot or maybe the hair is dirty, it's very important to not put them in an uncomfortable position of pointing fingers. So let's say the client doesn't have a lot of hair. You're not going to be like, ooh, you got no, you got no hair. Like you don't say things like that, you know, 
or you don't the hair is dirty you can just say oh okay just fix the problem like just go in if the hair is dirty go ahead and put dry shampoo you should already have dry shampoo in your kit so put dry shampoo and just try to fluff up and try to get rid of the grease and the hit so the whole point of as a business owner as a bridal beauty business owner you have to problem solve so go in and if the client doesn't have a lot of hair, then you guys understand that you need to crimp and then you need to use texturizing powder and then you need to tease and make sure there's a lot of volume in the hair. And if the client doesn't have length, then you can ask, hey, you have hair extensions and then you can clip into the hair. I typically don't charge extra for clipping hair extensions. Some, some of you guys may do so, but clipping hair extensions, is I don't feel like it should be extra. It should just be part of the hairstyle because that completes the whole look. So. Anyways, it's another question. She wants to be able to have a studio. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes guys, I ask bridal artists, sometimes you want to have a studio, but you have to think about it that having a studio is not necessarily important as a bridal artist because bridal artists, we do travel a lot. We go on location. So if you can have like a little spot at your house or, you know, that you don't have to pay rent and just do your trials there. And then you make bulk of your money on location, like in the weekend, things like that. You go on location and you really don't have them come to you when it comes for the wedding. And even if they want to just come to you regardless for the wedding, it's not going to work out typically because the bride is really running around everywhere anyway so it's best for her to be less stressed for her to be on location wherever she's at maybe she's at her home and she's getting ready at her home or maybe she's getting ready at the hotel so for her to travel it's a lot stressful for a bride so i find that my brides don't come to me for the wedding they usually we go to them so having a studio as a bridal artist is not necessary i talk to a lot of makeup artists i always want this yes i have a studio of myself but you have to understand when I started my bridal beauty business, I did not have a studio. I did trials at my house. And to the day, actually, if it wasn't before COVID, I would do trials at my house. So I have a studio in my house. I do trials here. And I wish I could actually still do that because my studio is like literally 45 minutes away from my house. So it's kind of far. I really don't like going there because it's so far. But it's beautiful. Like I work really hard on it. But it's not just a studio, but also it's the education space for my academy. Anyways, the point is, should you have a studio? As a bridal artist, you don't have to. I don't think you have to. I think you can save that money and it can be a tax write-off. Like this location here in my home is a tax write-off. Yeah. All right. So another question I got is, I aspire to be fully independent freelance makeup artist. All right. So it's not really a question, but it's a comment that someone left for me. I guess answer that. I feel like a lot of makeup artists may feel like they want to be independent. Maybe they're working for, I guess, another company. Maybe they're working for Sephora or they want to be able to be their own makeup artist. And so my tip for that is to never forget your vision. That's your dream. And to make small changes and small decisions every single day that leads you up to your dream. If you want to be independent freelance bridal makeup artist, then understand that that is your goal and that you need to work toward it. And so the more thought that you think about it, the more reality it becomes. So you guys have to understand the difference between a freelance makeup artist and a bridal beauty business owner. So a freelance artist, they work for other businesses or other companies. So you have to understand that if you're a freelance artist, sometimes you really don't think yourself as a business owner. So just be mindful of what title you give yourself. If you give yourself as a business owner or CEO, then you would start believing it and you start acting like it, if that makes sense. If you believe your business is more like a passion or a hobby or maybe a side, you're a freelancer, then it's a freelancer. It's more of like, you're not so serious about it. 
So just be mindful of what you call yourself or what your aspiration is. So maybe this is just freelance makeup artist, or do you just want to be your own boss? Do you want to have your own business? So just be mindful of what you aspire to be. And because whatever you say and what your thoughts are, it comes to life. So I want you guys to believe in your vision and your dream because it all starts there, I promise you. It starts there and it becomes reality. So don't ever forget your dreams for, so that make sure it comes true. All right, so another question I got is, I want help on getting more clients. All right, so this is a broad question. You want help getting more clients. I think a lot of people, when they say that, is because they don't know what type of client they want. And they just want just any client. And this is more of a Band-Aid situation. Because I, I know, because, like, you know, I would tell in the very beginning, it was, I, had, I would talk to my coach about it. And she's like, you know, I want more clients. And the more I talked to her about it, it was like, it's super important that the type of clients I want, because I just don't want any clients. I do want a, a specific type of client. So I want you guys to really dig deep in, you want more clients, what type of clients you want. And once you narrow it down into what type of client you want, then you can actually market to that type of client and actually book more clients because it's not so broad. You know, the more narrow you are with the type of client you want, the faster you're able to book these clients. So for example, like makeup artists in general, you guys like to market to everybody on social media. You like to do special events, you like to do brides, you like to do all of this. You like having a lot of fun, which is great. But by the time you hit your 30s and your 40s, you're like, now it's time to make money, you know, like now it's time to like stop playing around. <laughs> like you had your lot of fun, you did, you're doing film, you're doing all this. It's now it's like time to like take your business seriously. And so a lot of times makeup artists get stuck on not booking a lot of clients because they're so broad. So like I said, you really have to narrow down your target market in order to get more clients. So that's my suggestion for you is to know who your ideal client is. So that way you know how to market to that ideal client. Okay, so that's my tip on how you can help you get more clients. So you have to make that decision. Once you make the decision, now your social media has to match that decision. Everything you put out has to match that ideal client. And sometimes a lot of us are not fully self-aware of what content we're putting out and how we're being perceived, which is why you need a coach or someone else to come in to like, hey, you're doing this even though you may not be self-aware and it's okay you know like you don't want to ask family friends sometimes well, you could ask them but you want to ask them as more of a customer uh, viewpoint but also as a business and branding perspective you really need a professional to really um, guide you otherwise you're not going to take that advice and you're just not going to do anything with it and you just go to the hamster wheel anyway so that's my tip on how you like i want to help on getting more clients that question is basically first thing first know who your ideal client is and then you can market to those clients and when you market to those clients, then all you need is a good offer. Once you get have those good offer, like your packages, then then you would convert these clients more. When I say clients, it has to be a specific type of client that has a problem. All right, like not a problem, like a want. So in our industry, in, in the makeup artistry industry, they have a want. This is a want. Okay, makeup is a want. So let's say a client wants bridal makeup in here. So that's a want, and that's a specific type of client. And then another client, she wants like special event, like party makeup. It's two different wants, you understand? So it's two different clients. Just because they want makeup doesn't mean it's the same type of client. So like I said, if you want to narrow your market down, you have to focus on one, which is here is bridal. So make sure you narrow down to your bridal. 
which I think narrowed down to bridal was super hard for a lot of people. I don't know. I've always been narrowed down to bridal, so it was super easy for me to like convert to brides like for a long time. But I understand the struggle of not narrowing down your market because I've done it myself in other businesses where it was so broad and it was very hard for me to convert. So I understand the struggles of not wanting to narrow it down. But I promise you when you do, the riches is in the niches. Seriously, no doubt. All right, it's another question I got. I own a freelance makeup artist business. I'm stuck on clientele at the moment and I wish to gain more. I also would love to get info on how to get funding later on in my business as well as well. Okay, so her question is about is that she wants more client and she wants to know how to get funding later. All right, cool. I think that's a good question. So I feel like you can actually easy get funding. You know how the companies, you, you guys use Square and, and Stripe, they have actually a loan program too in there. So for example, if you get paid from there, like a good number. So for example, I use Espasado, I use Square. So Square, they always send out reminders asking, hey, do you want a loan? And they'll shoot out a good number like 10,000 or 20,000 because they see the history of you getting paid. And so Square is a good way to get loan. Stripe is another avenue to help you fund into your business. Just make sure that your business is registered and like you are making sure that your credit, your personal credit matters as well, as well as your business credit, like EIN. Those two matters. So it depends on what you're trying to fund. Are you trying to fund into your like building a team or you like what are your goals as to what you want funding? But anyways, there's a lot of things that you can actually do with additional funding. You can actually invest into, you know, obviously into your development for your business because everything is tax write off when it comes to like things like that. Right. So it's very important to view your business as a business. I promise you the money that you get from your clients, you have to put that into your checking, like your business checking account. You have to treat it as a business. It's super important to really view your business as a business and that you're a CEO and that you're watching everything you're doing. Like it's super important to make sure that everything that you're doing in your business is documented. Like everything is documented when you transfer money over to your account. Like everything is documented. You want to have paper trail in your business because when it's time to get audited, things like that, you want to make sure you have it all together. Okay. And this really helps too when it's time to, you want to get a loan for your business. They see that you're having all this income. So a lot of people, they're afraid to like, when they get paid cash or whatever, they're afraid to like not report it. But that's actually not good. It's important to report all the money that you make because the more money you make in your business, the better you look. And so in the future, you want to get loans that bank sees that and financial institutions sees that and they give you a higher chance of getting higher funding. So just make sure you deposit the money, everything into your checking account and keep a good tally of it. All right. So it's another question. I rent a room at a hairdresser and practice beauty and currently training in makeup with P. Louise. I am stuck on building my clients and I feel like my makeup don't look that good. Okay. So she's saying like, I'm stuck on building my clients and I feel like my pictures don't look good. Okay. It's a valid statement that she made. She says that her pictures don't look good and she's stuck on not getting clients. So your pictures matters. So I do teach you how to take pictures in the program because I am a photographer, but picture translate guys, super important. If you don't take good pictures of your work, then your clients cannot picture themselves in your work and then it doesn't get more clients. So whatever you put out is super important of how it's being portrayed. So making sure you get the like. So let me give you some tips on how to take better pictures right now. All right. So I had some questions about taking pictures as well. Yeah. One of my students asked about pictures. 
So the best way to take good pictures is making sure your phone is set up on the settings that has high resolution. So my phone is set up to 4K. So 4K just means like that you have a, a high resolution and it's super important to take your phone and it has to be super slow. You cannot be like shaking and jittery. It has to be super slow so it can capture every detail. So that's the tip there if you have a higher resolution on your picture taking. So the other question she said that a lot of her pictures don't look good. So another tip guys, whenever you guys taking pictures, sometimes what we do is the ring lights right behind us and we're taking the picture, but what happens it blocks it. So then you get shadows on the client's face. So the key is getting a light for the ring light and bring it in front of you while you're taking the picture in front of her. I promise you, if you make sure that the light and the phone is right next to each other, the quality of the imagery will be so, so much better. Okay. And then you're able to capture all the good details of the makeup and hair. And that allows you to be able to market your work. And you have to understand when you market your work, that's marketing, it's attracting your ideal client, whoever that is that you want to be able to attract. Every one of you guys are different. Obviously, brides is ideal, but it does depend on the type of bride that you want to attract. Anyway, so I think those are all the questions I've gotten. If Let me know if you have any questions below. I'll be more than happy to help you with that. Yeah, I think majority of the questions, how to get more clients. And I already talked about earlier about how to get more clients. The question is, like, first of all, you have to know who your ideal client is. There's so many ways to be able to get clients, but the majority of the way I do get clients is focused on social media and also on online, you Google, the Google ads and Google presence. Like those two things is what you're able to get clients. But the only way for you able to convert these clients is that you have a strong foundation in your branding. You have a strong part in your branding and your marketing. It's super streamlined. Like there's no confusion of like, what do you do? Things like that. So a lot of makeup artists, we like to post everything. And when you post everything, it's just harder to convert. I know. As artists, we like to do everything, right? But as we get older, that's when you come to realize that that's what you want to be able to attract. I mean, you want to be able to make money at the end of the day. If you want to make six figures, I've been doing that, making six figures for a long time. So I understand what is it to take. So that's why I help my students to do so. And there's a lot of decisions you guys have to make. And if you guys not stick to your goals and stick to the six-figure plan, then it's easy to not hit your target. So that's why I have this page, hopefully, that to continue to remind you guys of how important it is to stick to your goals, stick to your plan, stick to your dream as a, to continue to stay in this path and living your passion and make, making income out of it and not just throwing on Instagram and wishing you did, you know? Anyway, so I hope that this, you know, all the questions I've gotten, I hope I answered them for you. If you would like to learn more, feel free to send me a message and I'll be happy to get on a call with you and see where you're at in your business and be able to assist you. Anyways, I hope that you guys have a great night and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's topic. And if you did, please rate and subscribe. If you would love to learn more how I can help you reach your fullest potential as an elite bridal boss, please schedule a free call. Link in the description and to see if the program will be a good fit for you. Either way, DM me on IG and say hello as I would love to hear from you. Until then, don't stop dreaming because you are living in it.